Please not so the microphone. Please not so the microphone. Please. Oh my god, please. He's quiet now. Okay, yeah, I think we're safe. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, nope. no. Nope, nope. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sadra. And I'm Sadra. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM, or you can even email us at no sir, no ma'am at gmail.com. It is possible, people. You, you can. It's quite, quite possible. <laughs> we want to hear from you, so, you know, hit us up and stuff. Uh, disclaimers. Uh, none, but I hope that the audio quality uh, will be as decent as last week's. Same. Um, obviously, we didn't buy any new equipment or anything. <laughs> It was just luck, so... Hooray! <laughs> I'm hoping... Um, that's gonna happen again this week but that's about it uh, my disclaimer is that I am because I'm not like in my home by myself so I'm currently sitting in a very hot room uh, the only available room in the house so you know just pray for me I don't know I feel for you girl yeah. the cold is real the cold is motherfucking real and the wind and all the rain can i tell you that i miss the cold really? like i would do no. anything to trade places right now it's no no i mean i like seasons and stuff but like this is is it not fall is it like straight up winter right now um apparently it's fall but not for me like <laughs> i've i've yeah. been living in the desert for the last uh three years so this is this is too oh, much that's for me true, yeah. my my body's like falling apart adjustments need to be made <laughs> layers layers are what's up girl <laughs> well at least you're looking cute i mean that's that's a plus well not really because like it's humid and it's not doing much for my hair but oh girl yeah damn well i mean good luck <laughs> man that's the struggles the struggles so all real. of them are very real um <laughs> what do you want to discuss um this week um do you want to talk about the which this happened a couple weeks ago but do you want to talk about the french tv show with the sexual harassment oh yes please okay. yes please yes yes i've been i've been waiting for this so i actually <laughs> i saw the um aj plus video on it mm -hmm. but i actually have never seen the show i have no idea what this show's premise is about but basically there's just a clip of this show flying around that like you know where this dude kisses some lady's um breasts after she repeatedly says no and then they all laugh about it okay <laughs> like, here's, here's the context um I think in that particular episode, they were doing uh, like a reenactment of um, the Kim Kardashian robbery in Paris. Ew. Yes. Girl, I have thoughts, <laughs> like, okay. How are we starting off problematic? Like, how is like even the context problematic? I can't. Okay. So they're doing this reenactment and they bring in this... Um, 
young lady who's supposed to play Kim Kardashian. Okay. And then they kind of like switch up the script. So like this other guy who's, well, who used to be, I think, a well-respected journalist. But anyway, so he works on this show now. So is this show like a variety show? Is it like an SNL type thing or like a like, no. I don't know. What is it? No, no. Can we, oh my God, how do I explain? <laughs> like, because I'm just trying to like picture why that would be necessary. So it's okay. It's, it's, um, it's basically, uh, this guy who used to be a comedian and then he hired a bunch of people, um, from like other shows and like journalists and stuff. And they sit around a table and they discuss what's been happening on TV. So like other TV shows. Oh, okay. And they make fun, you know, of said TV shows and stuff and whatever. Like they have, they try to analyze, um, current events and what have you so basically your regular mean-spirited french programming (laughs) pretty much but like on steroids jesus because okay here's the thing this this show started really small it used to be on uh france 4 okay and it was like a really low budget thing that they used to do once a week and whatever and then they were bought by another network um which is Canal Plus. Can I tell you how trashy Canal Plus is to me? Like, why? Why is all the trash programming there? There is... <laughs> that was an entire channel problematic. I need to, like, structure my thoughts because there's a lot of trash to analyze. Okay. Anyway, so they were bought by Canal Plus. Um, <clears throat> and they landed on um, this pretty unknown channel called... Uh, that nobody used to watch. Okay. And then they just suddenly had this huge success and brought in so many viewers um, to this obscure channel and consequently brought a lot of money. And now they can pretty much do whatever they fuck they want. Mm. Like, n- nobody, like, they, it, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, it's, the, the show has gotten so popular that the guy pretty much rules Canal Plus. Um, so... Enter this episode. First of all, <laughs> la- before that, let me just tell you that I have watched this show a few times. Okay. And it's so problematic. It's just like... Like a million microaggressions, <laughs> like an hour and a half, <laughs> oh an hour and a half daily of like really intense microaggressions Dude. for a million different reasons. Uh, like there's just, oh my God, it's so full of like misogyny and like the I can imagine so real. from it that like one, really like girl. one minute clip, I was like, this is bad. This is so bad. And the thing is, they they try to like cover up their trashiness by saying, oh, you know, people take it too seriously and it's just entertainment and all of that. Um, but then it's not. Right. Like they're also like they're trying to be this um, anti mainstream thought be like i don't even know how to explain it they're trying to be like the rebels of french tv Ew. but it's so fucking oh my god Just i'm like do you're so like politically correct in a really really bad way because politically correct can be nice but like it's bad mm. 
Anyway, fast forward to this specific episode. So like I said, um, they were reenacting the Kim Kardashian robbery. So they bring in this um, young lady who's an actress and she's supposed to play uh, Kim Kardashian. And then one of the guys from the show is supposed to like save her or whatever. I don't know, girl, how it went down. Like it, the whole thing is just—it's—it's it's a mess. It's just so—it's so like what? <laughs> like who came up with this dumbass concept? Like why is that? Why was that in the writers' room? Like writer's you know what we room? should do because like the main presenter guy is also executive producer, and I think he pretty much decides everything. And he's just—he's a trash person. And with him, um. So, yeah, so this guy's supposed to, like, swoop in and save her and whatever. And when he does, um, the presenter is like, oh, well, give him a little kiss or something. And she's like, no. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, ha, ha, no, give him a kiss. And she's like, wow, no, I can't because people are watching me and just no. Um and that's when this guy leans in and like kind of like kisses her boob. Not kind of. Full on kisses her boob. Like, <laughs> lips to boob contact was made. Like he didn't even. It was so weird. It was so weird. Because like in the clip you see her face break for like a millisecond. Just like. <laughs> like you just like mm-hmm. see her com- she's like mm, oh hell what no. the hell and then she like mm-hmm. regains her composure and meanwhile these two dudes are like cackling and i'm sitting there for the screen like hold up i know everyone's like cracking up it okay do you have thoughts about this because i have thoughts about Girl, like what happened after that which was even worse oh. but go ahead what happened after that they got um, a lot of backlash on social media. Surprise, um, surprise. <laughs> and a lot of people like filed complaints to the CSA, which is like the censorship um, authority in France right. or whatever. Um, and people like um, started tagging the girl on Twitter and telling her to like file a proper complaint for sexual harassment and like to sue the guy to his last time and all of that. Um, And she should, honestly. Yeah. Mm, Okay. So I think this was on, um, I think it was a Friday when this happened. Mm -hmm. And then they had the weekend to like hash it up and whatever. (laughs) And then... Because they don't, like, the show doesn't air on weekends. It's just weekdays. Okay. And then the next um Wait, this Monday, shit is daily? I made a, yeah. Goddamn. Oh, my yes. God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's how I'm telling It's a lot of microaggressions <laughs> to deal with. Um, so, Monday was the episode after that. And I made a point to watch it because I wanted to know, like, where they going to address gonna say, this. Right. And they did. And it oh was a complete shit show. Oh, boy. Like, I was, my mind was blown. At the beginning of the episode, the main presenter is like, oh, yeah, so we had a lot of backlash for this thing. And um, I really don't condone what this guy did and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you laughed. Um, but you, like, cackled. And he started finding excuses for the guy because they were doing this thing where they were, like, the show was live for 35 hours nonstop. 
And he was like, oh, you know, we were doing that 35 hour thing. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> Never mind. Um, he's like, yeah, so we were doing that 35 hour thing and everyone was really tired. And, you know, that doesn't excuse what he did. But we know him and he's really not that kind of guy and blah, blah, blah. And what do you guys think? So he's asking the other people on the panel and every single one of them, including the women, were like, oh, we know, him. like, we're really sorry for this young lady, but like, we think it was blown out of proportion because this is a man who respects women and he would never like force himself on a woman. Except so, like, when he we does. don't understand why everyone was going crazy on social media. Exactly. And this, this, um, this other lady who's quite old, I think she's like 60 or something. And she was, I was like, Ma'am, if you don't like your what? Um, she was saying, "Oh, you know, I was, I was, um, I was really shocked by the fact that people called that, um, uh, well, not sexual harassment. The the word in French is agression sexuelle, so like, um, like a sexual attack, um, aggressiveness, assault, basically, yeah, attack." So she's like, oh, I was so shocked that people were calling it that because as a woman who was molested when I was younger, <gasps> I know what a sexual attack is and Girl. that was not one. Girl. So I really don't know. Under- and I was like, no. La. <laughs> like, la, 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 la. Um, so yeah, that was oh. that was the gist of it. That oh, we're sorry if people were shocked, but we don't understand why it was blown out of proportion. And we know this guy, and he's actually really nice. And I'm like, fuck you, and this guy who's really like nobody cares sir. if you know him or not. Like, listen, you can't be like, oh, he's the kind of person who would never do something like that, except when he did on TV and everybody saw it, except for that part. And then how do you blame that on being tired? Like, and the what? thing is. The 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 thing is that was that was some bullshit. But the thing is, this happens a lot where it's like, oh well, it wasn't that bad, you know. Like he didn't really hurt her. Like it was just a little kiss on, you know, <laughs> on her boob, on her bosom, Jesus. on her boobie, on her titties. <laughs> and I just think that it's so. I don't think people understand what rape culture is no like sometimes i'm just really shocked by how unaware people are um because this is like he didn't know this woman they you know they weren't friends they weren't buddies she went there to you know to do a job and make some money right and she didn't like sh- nothing she did or said besides being a woman with huge boobs and wearing something like really low cut nothing even implied that she was okay with that especially in the part that, where she actually says no <laughs> like she actually factually and I mean, said even no if, no but even if she hadn't like how do you invade someone's space without their consent and just like give them a peck on the titty like in what world <laughs> for what who are you and there sir? it's one thing to say it's one thing to be like oh you know he like kissed her on the cheek and she didn't want it even that to me is like look you're invading my bubble of safety and like 
personal mm-hmm. space. But whatever, that to me is it can be considered harmless. But you can't tell me that someone would like he had to like contort his body to reach my chest area. <laughs> That's not impulse. And if the, when you say, when you excuse that by saying, oh, he's not that kind of person, and we were just tired because we were shooting for like 35 hours or whatever, that doesn't make sense because if you're tired and your judgment is compromised, the normal thing to do, right, for somebody who quote unquote respects women and would never do such a thing is to kiss her on the cheek. Or the forehead, or like any area that or doesn't require like, you t- to take, fucking take the L like a champ, and just don't. You don't. Have... I don't even. I don't understand. Oh, I don't like. And that's that's why I think that argument is really dangerous. Of saying, oh, but we know him, and he's a really nice guy, and he really um, respects women because nice guys do this shit all the fucking time and it's not even just nice guys like like it's it's such it's such an ingrained culture that you can just you know that it's okay it's harmless and you know it's all right and just invade people's space it's so like yeah rooted everywhere in our society that people don't even think because you know i'm i'm sure that Like these guys were saying, oh, it was blown out of proportion because it's their job to defend their show and be fucking assholes. So sure. But I'm sure a lot of viewers thought the same thing, that it wasn't really shocking and that a lot of people blew it out of proportion because, hey, like what what happened? He didn't hurt her. Like, what do you what do you mean? What is this all about? And it's just I can't like I'm so unable. I think What blows me away more than anything is, well, two things. One, if you look at the, if you see the look on her face when that happens to her, like, surely she didn't think that was just a harmless thing. It wasn't a joke. When everybody else is laughing, she was just kind of standing there with like this stunned smile on her face. Like, I don't know. What was that? And then the other thing that really stuns me now that you mention it is the women on the panel and the the woman in particular who was like, I was molested as a child and blah, blah, blah. Not to take away from her experience at all, but Mm -hmm. like just because it's not as severe as what you went through does not disqualify it as being the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't invalidate her experience. She's, it's the same thing to varying degrees, but essentially it's the same thing. Her, consent was completely disregarded her her you know private space her personal space her body was invaded by this person like here's the other really horrible thing is that they brought in this young lady who was playing kim kardashian um on the show monday and they were like oh um you know people are saying all this stuff on your behalf what do you have to say Like, you're okay with it, right? You weren't, yeah. You weren't, like, you weren't shocked, right? You weren't harmed. Are you okay? Like, you're okay. Girl. And she said, she was, I I mean, I, I just felt really bad for her. Like, she felt extremely uncomfortable because I, Obviously. I think, Obviously. I think the guy um, called her the next day to, like, apologize when he saw the backlash on Twitter, mind you, not before that. 
Um, and I think she felt bad for him. Oh, Lord. Because she kept saying, oh, you know, um, I don't want to make a big deal out of it, even though I felt violated at the time. But it's okay because this is someone who you know, has a career and a family and I don't want to hurt oh, him and all of that. Wow. And I'm like, this is so symptomatic of every time this fucking shit happens. Like, why? Why is it your responsibility as To feel victim? bad for him. Like, what? Uh, yeah. What? It was just, it was the whole thing. Also, when you bring someone in and and basically low-key bully them into answering in a specific way when everybody else on that panel is like, oh, it's fine, oh, it's totally out of proportion, da, 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 da. and you're saying the same thing as the show's presenter, what do you expect her to say? Girl. Of course she's not going to be like, yo, that was fucked and up, like, and I didn't like it, and I can stand. But like, there's the whole like other angle to this, because they're like, oh, so we understand oh you didn't want to kiss him and whatever, because um, you said someone was watching you, and she was like, yeah, my family was watching me. And this girl's name is Suraya. Oh, so no! I'm guessing her family was not okay with that shit. Oh, my God. She was like, yeah, so my family was watching and they weren't happy when I went back home. Yeah, I can. Sure. I mean, I don't want to ruin your career. So you go ahead and, you know, give yourself a little pat on the back for calling me and apologizing. Like, what the fuck? This is the same thing as like when something like this happens here and people are like, a student model or whatever, yeah, you know, whatever, it's the exact same concept. It's the exact same justification. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. What? This, this whole situation is such um, like a condensation of everything that rape culture is. Oh, because also when like the people on the panel were giving their opinion on this whole fiasco, um, one of them was like, oh, um, well, they all started by like the politically correct answer, which is like, oh, yeah, like we're so sorry for the people we shocked. And, you know, it was really bad. But also I saw them chatting backstage before the show. Wow. Wow. What? Listen. Oh, Lord. It was like, yeah, they, you know, they seemed really um, chummy, friendly backstage wow. and chummy. And that's probably why he felt that he could Girl. do that. Because oh, my he, God. You got to be shitting like me. That, I'm telling you, that whole post show thing was so. It was. What kind of Trump-ass, half-ass apology is that? Oh, we're sorry we did it, but you know, it was fine because they talked for 30 seconds before they went on air. And she liked it anyway, but, oh, yeah, we understand why you're pissed. But, like, what? Just, if you're going to apologize, just say you're sorry and move the fuck on. But don't, like, fucking justify it. Don't justify the same actions that you're apologizing for. What is that? (laughs) In what you... Lord... Grammy but I, I'm, I'm telling you that whole show is it's it's a fucking shit show. Like all day, every day, it's like it's a pile an hour of, and a half fail. of absolute. Yeah, pretty much. Like the, the first of all, the misogyny is real. 
because you should see the way the presenter talks to the women on the panel. Well, and I'm like, no, 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 no. like, no, there's, there's not enough texts in the world <laughs> to like, no. Mm -mm. And it's just, um, like they always do these little skits that are always like super problematic like, it, like oh, reenacting Kim much. Kardashian's robbery. <laughs> like, what? That was that was a whole new level. But even like the less tragic ones, they're actually really bad. Like, and don't don't get me started on race and like. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't even of the black girl's hair. And Jesus Christ! Girl. Well. That's um, one yeah, show I'll never be watching. Um, do do better, friends. Please do better. Please. I don't understand why so many people watch this fucking shit show. Please do better. Your track record is absolute shit, France. Like, <laughs> it's like you're doing it on purpose at and this point. It's you're been just, getting worse. just keep adding to it. Like, what is this? Oh my god. Um, speaking of <laughs> sexual harassment. Uh, it's a theme it's a theme today it's it's a legit theme today um let's move on very quickly to this thread that has been making the rounds on twitter on sudani twitter for the past i want to say a couple of days um i would have actually missed it more that than you that. sent it to me unfortunately yeah i'm sorry no but it's actually not a, it's let me let me preface this by saying Sad that now. i hold on listen Degiga. we are Degiga. going to disagree on this let me preface it by saying that i recognize the intent behind the thread and i think that the person who created this thread had their heart in the right place i feel like they understood the um I under they understood the seriousness or the importance of the of the topic. And yet there Hold was on. so much they did not understand. Right. But maybe missed a little bit on the nuances. <laughs> the the um bold Perhaps. the bold nuances <laughs> sure, of it. So let me just read a couple a couple of the tweets. Um Real quick, and then we'll kick off like the discussion. So he says, starts off by saying, "سكوت البنات عن أي تحرش بيحصل اليوم أسوأ من التحرش نفسه لأنك بالسعد المتحرش وهو already مرعوب منك ليه ما عايز أجرجر ودراما أجرجر الحقيقي هي لما يرجع مبسوط إنه هبشك ويحكي بطولته ويشجع غيره والسكوت يولد متحرشين جدد ويدي القدامي ثقة وخبرة كمان البيبيش قدام الناس هيختص بك لو لقاك براك الموضوع خطير بجد ومحتاج وقفة من كل من الكل والبداية بين البنات ما في زول بيقدر يساعدك لو سكتي آه وأي راجل لو عرف إنه البيت تعرضت لتحرش مفروض يجيف حتى لو يعطل مصالحه ولو مهتم ما يبقى برضه هو أسوأ من المتحرش وبكرة طرف الصوت بيصلوا هذا uh, one more one more tweet في fucked up mentalities فعلا لكن لو كلنا سكتنا وخلينا خليناهم على كيفهم حنكون أقعب وأجبن ده الوقت اللي كلنا should give a damn ما في استثناء okay here's let me let me start with my issues with with this with these few tweets um, the fact that, first of all, we go out, you know, out the gate, <laughs> we're victim blaming, right? Saying that, oh, mm. 
اكعب من انك من انه هو يتحرش بيك اصلا is insane right it's an insane statement and i'm not going to pretend um, to understand what he you know like if he was trying to like shock people into noticing or whatever i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna like speculate i don't care it's dumb it's dumb it's, it's dumb. dumb and it's it's incorrect yeah. and it's, it's dumb it's dumb it's incorrect and it's also it's fallacious it's, yeah it's very it's very dangerous actually to say that because as a victim you're already feeling bad enough as it is that this happened to you so when you say that this happened to you and inkisakati and that's it makes it even more your fault is just it's destructive it's not helpful at all it's not even constructive criticism it's just like bro what are you doing right mm-hmm. um and also i think that before he began this thread because later on you'll see that people and i'm assuming they're women met um messaged him privately dm'd him with like you know just with clarifications on things mm-hmm. which i really appreciated but i think when he started this thread off he wasn't he'd never really discussed it with a woman before because for you to say that inno inti ma asa tkallami ashan ma ashan ma aiza yirgir aw drama that's really not it <laughs> i don't want to talk when ana baskut ala al haya because i'm literally in danger uh, like i'm 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 would put myself even more in danger then oh, I already am man through but here's the thing if if you've never actually discussed this with a woman why don't you just talk about it from a male standpoint right right you know what i mean like why why drag the women into this like Agreed. you don't know boo you don't know Agreed. you just you don't know like, and i i would have i would have preferred if he had opened up the dialogue by saying like you know i want to know women's experiences or why is it in the women that women biskutu ala alhayadi instead exactly. of just assuming that hum biskutu because they don't want any drama it's like if you've ever been in that situation you feel so much fear and even the women who are strong enough um or you know are just are bold enough to say something in that moment and make it public like look you touch me get fuck off me you know whatever your trash i feel like the backlash that they get from the people around them is enough so that even if you think about doing that the next time you won't because you're like well shit who's going to you know nobody's going to stand by me and also he's he's completely ignoring 6000 years of very active victim blaming where when you say that you've been molested or harassed or whatever people's first reaction is what did you do why were you alone right. why were you you know in that dodgy neighborhood on right. your there's like a million microaggressions yeah. that just come I feel like from every single he really tackled this topic in a vacuum without really considering like the greater a uh, landscape of it mm-hmm. and that's kind of what made what made it such a you know I won't I won't say an easy target but w- what makes it worth discussing for me um this especially uh this part that really confused me that he said inno al mutharish aslan marghub minnik um so he's already scared of you so when you intiftaskuti you're just giving him more courage i feel like is a very faulty statement because mm-hmm. i think a big part of the reason why um street harassment or sexual harassment is so rampant is because men are not afraid of the consequences because there are no consequences most times mm-hmm. because they know واحد في البصق للادب knows الليله لو هبشني وانا قمت كوركت فيه والناس حيقولوا دي بيت قلت الادب قاهره 
كويس بتكورك قدام الناس وبلا بلا ما كانت تسكت which has happened before uh, you know to several people several people I know it's happened to me like it's you know it's it's like a fact it's a fact of life mm-hmm. so then he goes on to explain he says لكل البيت الكيف المتحرش بيكون مرعوب من البيت الجواب لأنه ما عارف رد فعله بيتمنى إنها تسكت والموضوع ما يصل مرحلة يتعرض فيها للضرب أو السجن and I feel like that's really speculation that's really faulty and also evidence proves otherwise like I just said I don't feel like har- harassers or whatever people who grope in you know public transportation or whatever I don't feel like they are really worried about her reaction because actually more times than not they're assuming that you're not going to say anything and that's why they continue to do it and so then And and the other thing that proves that is that when you do stand up for yourself and you say what the fuck are you doing, their immediate reaction is to is to throw it right back at you, to like deflect and make you seem like you're the crazy one, and then everybody on the bus is that. like, is it, can, it can actually be physically dangerous to react. Agreed. To, you know, street harassment or whatever, because. I don't know about the statistics in Sudan, but more oftentimes than not, the guy gets really upset. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Which can lead to being beat up or spat on, which has happened to people I actually know. Right. Or slapped or in worst case scenarios, actually killed. Like, yeah, killed. Yeah. It it has happened, sir. I suggest you get informed. Um, in and then so he goes on to say that في بنات بيقولوا ما ساهل يدافعوا عننا في سوم وبنات بيقولوا ما عايزين الرجال يدافعوا عننا القضية ما قضية بنات بس قضية الجميع بدون استثناء. Which I completely agree with. It's not just about women. It's not about the woman's reaction to it. It's not about the woman the woman necessarily standing up for herself. More so, it's about المجتمع, نظرة المجتمع للحياة دي أصلاً مفروض المجتمع كل يكون متفق إنه الحياة دي غلط in order to be able to combat it. So here I really think that he's making a good point but I feel like 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 it took him a little while to get there. So, which is why I don't want to like be hard on him because I know that like his heart is in the right place and i feel like a lot of people educated him sort of on the subject these because he's you know he posts a lot of um screenshots of dms from people who you know who well, or whatever I mean, addressing like the he said i think his intentions were really good but i think that a lot of people with good intentions are very problematic true and like i said when When you're just so uninformed about that, like, female perspective and why women don't do it and whatever, but your whole argument is going to be built on that, then at least maybe take time to talk to women around you yeah. about it before yeah. actually posting on Twitter. Like, I don't know. And the thing the thing just, that I think, I mean, my advice to him would, would have been, um, like he says, that I agree, which is why I feel like it would have been more beneficial if, like you said, he had spoken about it from his perspective as a man versus trying to advise women. Or if women. he had just addressed men. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, you don't have to, it doesn't have to, I mean, for you to say, but you're 
you address women primarily is is kind of like defeating your own you know what i mean like it's going against mm-hmm. what you're saying um but i think uh it's much to the whole i think one of the things that i also would would have liked to have seen discussed and this is it's interesting that this thread would come now because i've been having this conversation um i had this conversation sometime last week with a bunch of guys that i know and the problem is that well actually before i get to that my uh, the point i wanted to make is that we also forget that a tahadrush is not just in the street ولا في المواصلات that a tahadrush is also at home so when you disregard and i feel like a tahadrush is more so at home than it is you know what i mean like the most dangerous forms of it and the most you know the damaging yeah the most damaging and and the most you know threatening where you just feel like you're trapped you're you're trapped in the mm-hmm. situation is when you are harassed at home by a family member or a relative or a family friend or whatever mm-hmm. and i feel like we oftentimes forget this very crucial part like it's not just about me being from wasalat wahid shaghni ولا قال لي سكسو ولا هبشني ولا بتاع it's about لما انا نمشي البيت بيحصل لي كذا وكذا وكذا or as a child انا حصل لي كذا وكذا وكذا you know what i mean like we can't be so so narrow minded when it comes to it and i and and, and 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 which is why discussing this topic i feel like you could go on forever you know what i mean i feel like mm-hmm. there are so many aspects and so many angles to to tackle so uh, just saying that oh it's just easy just stand up for yourself yeah but they're against me no you know what i mean and if if i stand up for myself fishare i definitely won't be as easy to stand up for myself at home especially when you also have people saying to you matatkallami or like we said before you know asturi almawdu da wadhalik wala whatever or da ammik or you know what i mean so it's just mm-hmm. it's it's very it's very detrimental and it's very dangerous to make it so black and white to make it so simplistic when it's not the issue is very complex so that's the first point that i wanted to make the second point that i wanted to make is we also forget that boys and men are are also victims of harassment mm-hmm. you know little boys are, are are victims of harassment at home at school fi jami the same as little girls and as and and men as well and i've i've had conversations with guys i know this this week who talk to me about their experiences fi mawasalat or fi souq when they're actually being physically like sec- physically assaulted by by men and i'm just like well damn i i really sat there and had like maybe a 2 hour conversation with three dudes um and they told me stories which they were us honestly and the most um the most well, i don't want to say interesting because that that's really i mean it's not the right word please no yeah but the most compelling stories or the most compelling thing is that there is a shared experience across these guys who have gone to different schools you know what i mean like d- didn't grow mm-hmm. up together who talk about the fact that going to school yeah and as a boy in an all boys school is fighting for your uh, sexual safety on a yeah. daily basis like the fact that that's really and, crazy 
It's insane. It's like prison. Wallahi nazal bihku. It's like prison where if you're a new kid in school, you have to prove that in the you're not one to be taken advantage of. And by taken advantage of, I mean sexually. Well, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even mean just being bullied. I mean sexually. Like what? Where are the teachers? Yeah. How is this happening? Like I don't even understand. Like, like one of them was telling me about how you know you you just you have to like if you fight off enough dudes, like if you fight off one or two, or you pinpoint who the 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 person to worry about is fil fasil, and you just and you fight them off, then you're safe. And that's not just fil madrasa. That's also fil hilla. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like. I just sat there in complete and utter shock and disbelief. Where are the teachers? Where are the parents? How is this happening? And how is this normalized? How is this normal? Like, oh, this is just my experience all the way up until high school. Like, from middle school until high school. And then depending on what school you go to, maybe even through high school. You have, this is a part of your daily life as a young man. That's insane. It's crazy i have no words i am in shock and i really thought because i kept at first uh, yeah and he, literally and i was in denial i was like no but you mean the teachers and they're like no we don't just mean the teachers obviously there are like certain teachers that are you know that are are like stereotypical <laughs> in that realm where like mm-hmm. you know you know the quran or something or whatever, but it's not just yeah. about the teachers, it's actually the students as well. And I was like, I just sat there, like, with my head in my hands, like, I, I can't believe this is happening. That is crazy. And that's the thing, like, one of them made a very good point. He was like, the people don't talk about this stuff. That's why it happens, because people just think it's normal. And then, of course, if you're a guy, there's also that, like, machismo of yeah. if I talk about this, it means mm-hmm. I'm weak or, you know, like, whatever and i'm just like jesus christ we have so much to worry about our society is so fucked up yes it's not normal i don't this can't be normal you can't have this like prison style aggression in middle school like i think i feel like i would i would need to ask my non-sudanese male friends about this to see if they've had similar experiences or if this is like very culture specific or whatever because like this is insane i really don't know and i was trying to figure out if this is like a, a sexual repression thing that's what i was or about or if it's just like a power thing like just another form of bullying like i but it's like bullying to the extreme it's like that's... beyond just like you could just beat each other up if it was about power but like the fact that there's a sexual component is actually quite, it's sick, honestly, Yanni. It, it needs to be addressed in a very, in very serious I terms. That's the, 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 the first thing. I think the thing that, um, that, that really, like, kind of blew a shotgun-sized hole in my heart is when they said that, and I was like, so how do these kids... How do you get over that? Like, how do you overcome that? And they're like, well, you know, it's one of them was like, it's really interesting because when you have like class reunions or whatever, like they had, uh, you know, after like several mm-hmm. years after they were out of high school. And these people, you know, the, the, the harassers and the harassed 
to have regular conversations with each other and talk to each other and are even sometimes friends. Oh, so it's like completely repressed. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I can understand repressing and just being like, what the, f- uh, that happened and that's it. And uh, whatever, like, just like, not, you know, not thinking about it ever again or whatever, pushing it deep yeah. down and then living your life. Yeah. But I can't imagine being faced with that person and then having to have a civil, not only a civil conversation with him, but like a friendly one. Like, and like slapping each other. Are you kidding me? Um, what? Like, I, can't, I don't. I have no words. And this is how you. Yeah, same. I've, I've never had that kind of conversation with um with Sudanese men at least. Yeah. Which I really I mean, I gave I give them mad props for being able to to speak about such a thing, especially with me as a woman. Like why would you tell me that? But like the fact that you can speak about this, you know, unabashedly is important. Because mm-hmm. nothing is gonna get solved if we if we just pretend like it doesn't happen or better if we're just completely ignorant sure. like and and so one of them was like you know so when i see women talk about harassment or you know women are always talking about sexual harassment i'm like you guys have no idea and i was like yeah because you guys don't ever say anything like we talk about it and i feel like you know part of it I, i'm not blaming them at all because society is obviously would not look kindly upon you know a man talking about his oh, experience being sexually harassed no. or whatever definitely i just i i'm just like i i feel like i really i really appreciate that you shared this part of your experience of life with me or like not even you know not even necessarily if somebody their personal experience but mean, just the fact if, that this exists like if it was three different guys with three very different lives telling the same thing Right. Then this is obviously something that needs to be addressed right. because it's not like it's it's not as rare as we might think. Not it is. It's at not all. An anomaly. It's girl. I don't. I I I don't know. I just I was okay. like, oh my god, rocking back and forth like this isn't happening. No, please don't tell me that this is the society I, I live in. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like. I, we're, none of us are safe. Nobody's safe. Wow. So here I am this whole time thinking, you know, men this and men that and blah, blah. But if even men aren't safe from this, like, what the... F- <laughs> you don't know who the enemy is anymore, do you? I was like, not really. <laughs> like, I'm kind of just very afraid right now. Like, none, literally none of us are safe. Okay. That was, uh, that was dark. That was some dark shit right there, girl. Yeah, dark but necessary. Talk to your talk to your male friends, please. Talk to them. I I most definitely will. To go back a little bit to our original, the thing that sparked all of this, mm-hmm. um, I I do want to give this dude who did this thread on Sudani Twitter some credit by saying that he did end the thread by you know saying that they you know they're getting together. I don't know who, but whatever. They um, are getting together to come up with um, ways to increase awareness or like start campaigns against sexual harassment. And if you're interested, you should join and stuff and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, kudos to him for like being an active, um, 
an active part of the solution. Mm-hmm. But I hope that I hope that you know through this campaign or through this effort, you get to know a little bit more about the reasons that women stay quiet or the you know the different things that women and men go mm-hmm. through when dealing with harassment and being a little bit more open uh, and being a little more sensitive in the way that we phrase things because jolting jolting people into action is may may seem like the right thing to do may seem effective but it's, it can actually be quite detrimental especially if you're dealing with people who have had very traumatic experiences in this uh you know in this space in this realm so just just keep Word. that in mind i guess is my advice not that you would necessarily mm, listen you to probably this wouldn't anybody. but but for anybody for anybody like don't bully people into taking and just you know, tr- taking at action. least try to understand why they're not taking action like you would want them to do first maybe start with that yes um just saying agreed agreed um since the theme today is sexual harassment oh boy um but like on a very on a lighter note i saw um this uh there's this french youtuber who made a video about street harassment in paris specifically which is a fucking jungle. Like, if you don't know, <laughs> you better know. Like, you Jesus. think it's all cutesy and, like, romantic and really pretty buildings and art. And sh- it is a <laughs> fucking jungle. I swear, like, I swear, Asada's just here to, like, burst your Parisian bubble. Like, every time somebody seriously. says something nice about Paris or France, looks like it's like her spidey sense goes Honestly, off. And she's like, oh! But it's, like, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Like, it is by far... Well, no, because I grew up in Morocco and that was insane. <laughs> but it's it's one of <laughs> it's it's one of the more intense um, cities, cities I've lived in, street right. harassment wise. Jesus. Um, yeah. So uh, she's she made this video, and I mean, it's it's it was really funny because she's like, I know it's really hard, and we have to fight against this, and it's like a real problem and everything. But sometimes you just need like a really good laugh. So she was um, talking about all the methods that she has developed as a Parisian woman to like scare away or put off guys who come on to her. Or, like, scream profanities at her at the street mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so, what what are, like, do you have any techniques to, like... Girl, no. Push away guys? <laughs> no, no? Really? I just keep walking. <laughs> like, that's all I do. I have no, you don't like... don't have anything creative? Hell no. I'm just trying to stay alive out here in these streets. Like, no, <laughs> I don't need to be creative. I just need to, like, get away from you as fast as possible. I'm done. Okay. Because she, she gave one that I actually used in real life, and it's fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> okay. She was, she was talking about this guy who was, like, following her around for, like, half an hour, and she was waiting for her train or whatever. And he's, like, trying to talk to her really bad. And she's like, guy, No. And then at one point, she just had an illumination. So the guy's like, uh, like he started actually getting angry because she wouldn't reply to him. Um, and he's like, where the fuck are you going anyway? And she's like, oh, <sighs> Jesus. Um, I'm going to visit my brother. 
And he's like, oh, really, where? She's like, um, in that prison, up to, uh, you know. Up to <laughs> it was like and prison. the guy was just like, oh, cool. Okay. The, and I actually tried that the other day. Like some guy was following me around. He's like, hey, hey, sister, where are you going? Where are you oh going? Like, I'm going to visit my brother. And he's like, hey, where he live, your brother? And I'm like, uh, prison. prison. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it worked That's like a fucking charm. Incredible. Um, there's also one of my more creative ones. Like, if I'm really in a good mood and you ruin my day, I take on, like, a really scary voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like a super masculine voice. So... <laughs> So they start doubting, oh God, like, am I actually, like, biological woman? Like, that is I amazing. Mean, I don't know. Um, so I've, I've done that also. That is amazing. I don't know, girl. I have a few. And there's also that thing that I've done a couple of times, like, when you're, like, outdoors and you're, like, having a drink or whatever and you see a girl being followed by a guy. And I'm just like, hey, Steph, what's <laughs> up, girl? I've been waiting for you. And the Aww. girl just comes over because she's, like, terrified. That's really so, good. See, I can't think on my feet like that at all. I'm, like, really, really slow on the uptake. Girl, you have to. You've lived in Paris. You know yeah, what's up. but, like, <laughs> I feel like... This place is no joke. I was a child when I was there. I mean, you know, I in 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 the world of street harassment, sixteen is is mm-hmm. not a child. Like it doesn't like excuse you. No. But I don't know. I no. feel like maybe my headphones saved me a lot of the time because I maybe I did get you know maybe I did experience it, but that I just never work anymore. Noticed. Yeah, things have developed. I feel like when I was sixteen, people were less abrasive. Because I've I've been grabbed like when I had headphones on. Wow. That's commitment. Because, like, I didn't hear the guy, and he just ran up to me and, like, grabbed my arm. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, no. Oh, there's also this thing where I act crazy. Like, if you touch me, I literally act crazy. <laughs> like, 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 I lose my shit. I'm like, ah! <laughs> That's amazing. And the guy just runs away. That's amazing. Speaking of really uh, creative ways to respond to harassment and other disgusting behavior, mm-hmm. um... A, f- a friend of mine uh, um, shared this on, on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Mael. She says, um, basically, it's a response to dick pics okay. in letter form. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's by um, someone called Sarah Louise Jordan. <laughs> and the letter says, I won't read the whole thing, but I'll just, you know. Dear sir, thank you for the unexpected and unsolicited, unsolicited submission of your penis portrait for our consideration. <laughs> we regret to inform you that it has failed to pass our most basic standards of quality control at this time. However, for a nominal fee, we can offer you a report that will help you to change that. The A4 report provided via Postal Service will include personalized booklets that cover the following. <laughs> Why genitals are not acceptable conversation opener, a step-by-step guide to saying hello. (laughs) How to appear as though you weren't raised by wolves. Better ways to deal with your sexual frustration. How to dress your penis for social media, a rough guide to pants. (laughs) And penis reading, a new form of palmistry that may help you unlock the key to your future. (laughs) 
<laughs> we will also answer questions you might have, such as, do I have too much time on my hands? And why did my penis fail basic standards of quality control? <laughs> no, note, the number one reason for this occurring is that it is attached to a bigger dick than itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think it's it's funny but it's also really tragic that we need to come uh, come up with all these creative uh, creative ways, ways to just like have a safe space in public and in our homes uninvaded by dick pics like how is that a lot to ask for and trust that creativity is not for you know the other person's benefit purely for our own sanity like I just feel like people do this because it's so disgusting that you go through this every day or, you know, for some people, they go through this every day that you have to figure out a fun way to deal with it. Otherwise, you will go insane. Like, And, and mind you, even while I'm, I'm like trying out my creative feminine wiles <laughs> on these guys, I am terrified to death that the guy is going to freak out and like slap my face. Right. And like, I like my face non-bruised non-assaulted <laughs> non-assaulted but i like it's it's really scary but it gets to the point where you're like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna i want to ruin your day just like you did mine like just just for the fuck of it <laughs> like why not um i feel like that's quite enough for today i was going to uh give a little read <laughs> of the Brazilian couple who are were ar around Sudani Twitter dressed in jilabi Oh, you can you can go ahead because I have nothing to say about that. Mihad was like, please don't. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't on the timeline out of respect for you, Mihad. Please, please let us have some joy. Sarah. I, you know, it's not even about them dressed in jilabi I'm not going to go into the whole cultural appropriation uh conversation mainly because as Sudanese people the first thing we do when we meet like I guarantee you that this was whoever owns that house we bought Sudan made them wear this and take a picture because they thought it would be cute because we love to dress like they're fucking dolls like I uh, <laughs> that's what we like to do as Sudanese people and that's you know whatever so my issue is as Mihad <laughs> preempted very smartly mm -hmm. is the hashtags on that photo first of all the was caption the hashtag that's what I was gonna say oh my the God, caption is when in Africa when it's like oh my god do we have to do we have to explain that Africa is not a country and that Yelabia uh, Watob are not the you know the continental uniform all across like I, I can't like you you went all the way to Bor Sudan how can you be so lazy as to not write when in Sudan like I don't understand even if you if you doubted that people would not know where Sudan was then you can put hashtag Africa no problem except the hashtags were even worse when in Africa dot 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 hashtag tamam <sighs> cringe hashtag <laughs> north hashtag north africa hashtag hold on let me let me find the thir this third one because oh, when God. i tell you then i was upset <laughs> i was not happy hold on let me I, I told you I, had I saw that post. I saw me had posted, and I saw you respond, and I just actively ignored the whole thing. I was like, mm, 
not today. Oh wow, it's the first thing that came up when I searched when I searched Mia's um, handle. That's the first thing that popped up. <laughs> so the hashtags are allow me to repeat: one in Africa, hashtag Tamam, hashtag North Africa, hashtag Culture. Okay. I know I think you that people. Be reading too much. I know, I know, I know that this is what you're going to think, but I feel this is such a fucking I'm pet peeve of mine that I, I can't, I can't. Please don't refer to to one country in Africa as the entire continent. Please, you went through you. you oh my God! Like I, they went through the trouble of of pinpointing of knowing that Sudan is in North Africa. Is it harder to write the hashtag North Africa or is it harder to write the hashtag Sudan? It's just, it's not rocket science, people. Like, it's, it's so simple. Just fucking write the country and then whatever else you want to write, go ahead. You have too much energy yeah. to be this upset. I can't. I am unable to count. There are 16 comments on this photo like maybe people don't know sudan maybe they don't isn't this this isn't a teaching moment for you like wouldn't this be nice if you just 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 call it by what it is like just it's not hard it's like if i said so like if i went to brazil and i was at a fucking carnival and i took a picture and i was like latin america like what why would that make sense hashtag, hashtag culture <laughs> hashtag south america like <laughs> what what in the world in what what in the world what why 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 just just why i don't don't be upset don't be upset it's okay i'm sorry mihad i know you didn't want me to do this i know i'm raining on your parade but i i just had to i had to let it out because well it, it, uh, okay I think Mihad just has a thing for Khawajat Lapsin Tiabu Jalali. And that's fine. Let him let him live. I needed to get that off my testicles because I couldn't. It was very painful for me. This is something that I feel very strongly about. I as we have seen. Africa is not a country. Um yes sir, yes ma'am, which if you are a first time listener is a segment where we erase all the trashy things that we said <laughs> and all the negativity that we spewed by, you know, introducing you to positive, uplifting uh, individuals in our greater global society. Yep. We like to concentrate on those of the Sudanese excellence variety, but sometimes we do, um, you know, delve beyond beyond that. So this week, uh, who's your fictional where? How you, how you living? I have a yes, ma'am. Okay. I have an ambiguous, well, it's not really ambiguous. It's a yes, sir, and a yes, ma'am in one. Go ahead. I would like to shout out the amazing artists who are being featured this month, at, or sorry, next month, starting November 12th until January 12th at the Shadga Art Foundation. Oh, yay. Um, their names are... Amir Noor and Kamal Ishag and Khalid Albeh, who are all going to be fe- uh, all going to be featured at the Sharga Art Foundation with a retrospective um, called the Khartoum School. 
So shout out to the Sudanese excellence that will make up that um, exhibit. It's going to be from November 12th until January 12th, 2017. So well, from November 12th, 2016 to January 12th, 2017. If you are in the UAE area and you can holler at the Shadga Our Foundation, please go support your uh, uncle and sister. Uh, actually, I don't know how old Kamale's hag is, but please go. Go check it out because it's amazing. Cool. So please do it. Okay. So my yes, ma'am, has been a long time coming. And it goes out to the amazing, the hilarious, lovey Ajayi. Hey! If you don't know her, her handle on Twitter is at lovey. Her name is awesomely lovey. I think her um, blog is blog awesomely lovey. Website yeah. is www awesomelylovey.com um she is amazing she is hilarious her tweets give me life i read her recaps of shows that i don't even watch because that's how funny she is and she just came out with a book called her book is called i'm judging you the do better manual and I just got it in audio because Amazon was nice and like I had a free book this month for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Girl, whatever. That's nice. It was, yeah, it was a very good um, um, investment, even though I didn't really. And Muhim, <laughs> like, what am I even saying? Anyway, so that's that's my yes, ma'am. I'm reading it as part of a three book uh series well it's not a series i made it a series um which i called the black girl magic series i'm reading her book and then i'm going on to Issa ray's Woo-hoo. misadventures of awkward black girl uh the book and then from then on i'm moving to uh phoebe robinson's you can't touch my hair and other things i'm tired of explaining <laughs> so i'm very excited that's how i'm gonna like end my year with those three books that okay I think I need to join your book club because that that trilogy sounds amazing. Yeah, girl. It's lit. If you have a yes sir or yes ma'am that you would like to shout out, if you think that somebody embodies Sudanese excellence, black girl magic, black boy magic, carefree blackness, anything positive. Please. Fetterna. Please let us know. You can send them to us at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM. Or you can even, you might not use it. You probably only use your email to get into Facebook. But you can also email us, no sir, no ma'am, at gmail.com. Um, any, any last words? Anything you want to say before we go? I'm good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> You're like... Okay, I don't care, but okay. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. No, I do not have any last words. If there's nothing else, we'll just go see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.